I'm Marty Dodson. And I'm Clay Mills. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting. And we've got a very special interview for you today. I'm going to be talking to Brian Rothschild, who was the co-founder of the John Lennon Song Contest and the John Lennon Tour Bus that goes around giving uh, talented teenagers uh, opportunity to record their music and be heard. So I think you're really going to enjoy it. I'll tell you more about when we dive into it, but let's talk to Brian. All right, everybody, welcome to the Songtown Studio. we got a very special guest today, Brian Rothschild, who is the co-founder and executive director of the John Lennon Educational Tour Bus. Um, he's been an artist, he's been a songwriter. In 1998, along with Yoko Ono Lennon, uh, Brian created the first version of the Educational Tour Bus and has since devoted his time to expanding the project around the world. He's been on the Today Show, CBS Evening News, Good Morning America, all kinds of media outlets, so we're super uh, honored that you would take time to be with us today, Brian. Well, it's a pleasure to be here today, and obviously, you know, songwriters are at the core of what we're all about, so it's a special, it's a special audience. So, Chip, my number one question for you is, so how, you know, are you just sitting around one day and you think, you know, a tour bus that's a studio <laughs> you know I mean, how, where did that idea come from yeah so i mean the truth of it is that before there was the lennon tour bus um there was the john lennon songwriting contest and that was the first um, um project that i got involved with um and that's how i met yoko in the in the first place um so the the idea of the bus was really initially meant to be a way to promote this new songwriting contest that um, was out to give writers who didn't have access to the business um, a place to have their music heard. And so I and I'll tell you why I had the idea, but the initial thought was to yeah to put a studio onto wheels and take it across the U.S. and let everybody know about about the songwriting contest. Um, and what happened was we launched it, I'm in New York, we launched it in New York on Good Morning America. And I had Wyclef Jean from the Fugees and Joan Osborne um, as our guests for this very first day of this new um, recording studio on wheels. And then just kind of almost as a last minute thing, I thought to put some students from New York City public schools on board with them. And this was quite a while ago already now, right? So it was before reality TV and any of the, the voice or American Idol or anything like that. And um, what they did was create an original song in the two hours of the show. They, you know, they kicked it off at 7 a.m. And a few minutes before 9 a.m., they had this reveal with Joan singing and Clef playing and Jerry Wanda, the producer producing and students from the city who had created, created this song. So the response to that with these students was something that was really immediate. And I got inquiries from the city of Boston and the mayor of Los Angeles and lots of educators and parents who were kind of entranced by the idea of this blue bus with Lennon's self-portrait on it that had a studio that was dedicated um, to music. I mean, and it was somewhat general at, at at that point. But anyway, that was the beginning of the bus. And then as it uh, revealed itself, like I just said, 
um, we, we spun it off as its own thing and made it into a nonprofit. It's a 501c3. And we have uh, another bus in, in Europe now. They're both off-road because of COVID. Um, and that's, you know, that's a whole other story. Right. So when a bus, the bus pulls into a city, um, how do you find the kids that, you know, you get to work on it? Or what's the selection process for that? Um, well, it's pretty unusual in that um, we have a team that does the advance work on the stops and the schools are really selected um, based on the, um, the tour schedule so that we're not going from Los Angeles to um, Wyoming in one day. Um, we're also you know, over the years, I guess I should back up and say we've done so many things because um, we've had so many different years of, um, of tours. And so some years we've gone from high school to high school to middle school to high school, four or five in a single week. Um, and other times um, we've really dug in and done long-term residencies like we've done in Los Angeles or in Miami or Texas. And they're really called come together uh, events. So what to you, what's the most gratifying part of, of this to you? You know what? I think it's, um, well, obviously when, when I, you know, when I wake up sort of sleepless, sometimes I feel really, really grateful that I've had a hand and have been able to be part of uh, bringing young people free hands-on opportunities to create. And since most of the work is in underserved communities, um, we're frequently giving kids their first time touching a keyboard or strumming a guitar or hearing themselves on a microphone. Those experiences um, make me feel really, really good because I think they're, they're keys, simple keys to unlock, unlocking um, new pathways for kids. And then of course, lots of times we have students on who are very experienced in music already. You know, they've either have become self-taught or they're getting it in school, um, they may be in band, in orchestra, in more traditional music programs. They may have some music technology programs, um, but regardless, the bus experience is really a, a unique, a, it's a unique one because um, they create something original in a single day. Um, they have to collaborate, so you may like hip hop and I might like country and somebody else might like Latin music. Um, but in the course of eight hours, they have to come together and write a song. And, you know, there's, there are no, um, there's, there's never really any failure in that regard. The crew that lives on board is very experienced in hitting the marks um, at the, the right times each day. Um, but by the end of the day, they've, They've written a song, they've recorded the song, they've shot video, and they've collected all the assets for a music and a video project. That's the core um, work that we've done over the years uh, as technologies evolved, that, that piece has evolved. So first it was just songs, then it was music and, and video. So all of that is you know, incredibly gratifying. And then the other piece, um, not surprisingly, is around John Lennon and, you know, Putting John's name onto a project like that, um, his his image, his his name, um, his his words, um, 
is incredibly special because for so many people, you know, and this is something I'm always astounded by for so many people, you know, they bring them best, best selves um, to um, thinking about John. They think in so many cases about John's work as, a, as an activist for peace um, and for decency and for sanity. Um, and of course, you know, really one of the greatest songwriters of all time and part of one of the greatest songwriting duos of all time as, as well, greatest bands of all time. Um, so there's that. But I think the extra special sort of magic um, that John brings to it is something that comes alive with the people who come on board, or the people who interact with the with the songwriting contest, or the or the bus, or any of our programs. Um, there's there's the inspiration that comes from the association with John, and they take that on, and it's something that they have inside of them. That's what I hear. That's awesome. Yeah, he certainly set a high bar for that what uh, tell me about the crew that that travels on the bus like how many people is that and what what are their roles yeah well they are to me like that's something i'm also just incredibly incredibly proud of because they're they're angels you know um these are typically well i should start by saying there are three bunks on each lennon bus so there are usually three crew members who live on board and when we're operating under normal circumstances, they're out on the road for, you know, for a year um, at a time and they get some breaks along the way. And then we have a, in the US, we have an amazing driver uh, named Chris Walker. Um, and uh, the, the crew members are usually um, young people. And I say that because it's hard to live out on the road for a year. Um, in some ways it's like a dream job because they're living in the studio. Um, and, you know, in other ways, like we all know, or many of us know, it's, it's hard to live out on, on the road. Um, so what's great about it is that um, we, we really are bringing um, very enthusiastic um, young creators um, who are musicians, they're audio engineers, they're photographers, they're video creators, um, you know, increasingly, their their tasks with being really multi-talented. You know, you have to you have to wear a lot of hats as a crew member on board the bus. So, you know, you could be an amazing audio engineer, um, but be ill-suited for living out on the road. Um, so, and, and that's no disrespect to that person whatsoever. Um, it, it's just a unique, uh, it's a unique life experience. For most of the crew members, um, they would tell you that it was like a, a graduate program on steroids in a lot of ways because um, they end up producing so many projects in such a short amount of time um, that their skills become really, really well honed. Um, and plus, we've been fortunate to have a lot of celebrities and really experienced, really successful, talented people in the business um, who've been in, on board and work with the students. That's certainly been a, a hallmark of the Lennon bus stops um, are those celebrity or professional interactions with, with the students. So the crew members are, you know, working alongside of people like Flea or George Clinton or Tim McGraw or L King or, you know, whoever is on board, Andy Grammer, um, that day um, creating something original or producing something with, with students. 
Um, so for the crew members, they're they're right in the middle of that. Um, so it's it's a unique kind of uh, lifestyle and and um, way of uh, taking skills that they they've gotten in school. They're they're often you know right out of Berkeley College or Full Sail or School of Hard Knocks or or wherever. Um, and coming on board and bringing something special to it, right? Because it's 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 not like um, while we have a curriculum in that there are things we need to accomplish and you know ways that we do that. These are creative projects, um, and you have to be a very unique person to sit down with a group of students that you don't know, listen to what everybody's saying, and be able to take the lead when you need to, and sit back when you need to. It's like coaching a, a little league team or any kind of any kind of group, um, you know, sometimes you're working with students who, like I said, have no experience. They always wanted to play the drums. So you get them on the drums and doing a you know, little something so that they feel like they're part of it. And then, you know, you're also showing them how they can record that, uh, you know, those two measures that they just, that they just figured out and they could loop that. And then that could become part of what they're creating that day. So um, it's, it's a really beautiful experience for the crew members that are out there, but um, it's not easy to find the right ones. But when you do, it's, it's really magic. That's awesome. Is there any place people can go and listen to music that's created on the bus? Well, the best place is probably the Lennon bus YouTube channel. Cause okay. you can see the, the videos and, and obviously hear the songs. Um, so yeah, there's a whole host of content there. Uh, we'll put that in the show show notes so that people can can go right there and check it out. Um, how can people support the contest and the bus? So, you know, a few things. One, uh, proceeds from the Lennon contest go to help support the Lennon bus. So, if you enter the contest, um, you're qualifying for over three hundred grand in cash awards and prizes. Um, but you're also seeding the uh, the future and helping the the next generation and supporting supporting the bus so that's one way um obviously uh, as a 501c3 we appreciate direct contribution so if you want to make a contribution to the lennon bus um you can do that at lennonbus.org um or at jlsc.com um and you know we're selling lennon t-shirts um with John's familiar self-portrait uh, on board. You can get those through the websites as well. Um, you know, people love them. We have them on all the crew members. We often sell them at Lennon bus stops, um, but this is a way to get one for, uh, for a gift or for yourself. So those are, those are a few ways. And, um, um, you know, again, also uh, if you have ideas for Lennon bus stops to, to reach out to us. Awesome. That's great stuff. What's next? I mean, do you have, do you have plans for other things to come out of that or just to keep it rolling? Well, you know, when everything uh, kind of shut down, we had been in the middle of a, a long um, conversation with our friends in Australia and the Australian parliament about building a, a Lennon bus for Australia. So maybe that's down the road, but I'm at this point, honestly, I'm more focused on getting Lennon Bus US and Lennon Bus Europe back out on the road and finding a, a you know, a, a sensible and, and safe uh, plan for us to do that. Yeah. Awesome. 
Well, thank you so much for being here. That's amazing stuff you're doing. I love to hear people that are doing cool stuff that help kids and help the next generation of music creators. So thank you for what you do. Thank you. Appreciate the time to, to talk to everybody. Imagine peace, everybody. Likewise. Hope you enjoyed that. It's always great to hear about people that are doing kind things for other people. And it's really cool what uh, Yoko Ono and Brian and everybody in that organization is doing to help kids that love music and want to try to uh, expand their skill sets and learn how to make it a business. We've got a song for you called Anything Goes. It was written by Tiffany Carlin, Nigel Wheeler, and Scott Hodgen. And this is one of the songs that our Songtown members submitted. A great song. I think you'll really like it. Anything Goes by Tiffany Carlin, Nigel Wheeler, and Scott Hodgen from Songtown. Um, you know, we just put up a new video on Songtown website uh, that's about thinking like an artist. And I want to talk to you for about two minutes about that. Um, if you're trying to write commercially, it's super important that you learn to think like an artist. And the way I do that is I kind of envision myself being up on stage in front of 20,000 people. And I think about... What do I want to say to that crowd? What kind of reaction do I want to get from that crowd? And, you know, if you think of concerts you've been to, 
most of that involves energy. Those artists want the shows to have energy because energy is fun. Energy gets the crowd on their feet. Energy causes people to go buy t-shirts and those kinds of things. And so artists are super conscious of not bringing the audience down. So as we write songs, you know, a lot of times we are, as songwriters, we gravitate toward, you know, sad or deeply emotional topics. And we forget to think about the end user that we're writing for. And that's that artist and that audience and the connection they have. And, you know, the artists will do a sad song or two in a show, but they're not going to do many of them. So if we want to have a better chance as songwriters, we the more we can learn to think like an artist and really uh, imagine as we're writing what that song would do in a show, what that song would do on a record, what that song would do on the radio for that artist. Uh, and I ask myself questions like, uh, does it make the artist look good or bad? Does it make other people in their life look good or bad? Uh, like if, if it reflected badly on their spouse, they're probably not going to sing that song. So as you're writing, if you're trying to write commercially, you know, put yourself in, a, in one of your favorite artist's shoes on stage and imagine that song that you're writing coming out of their mouth and, and the reaction that they would get from the crowd. And that can really help you level up your songwriting. If you want to learn more, you can join Songtown and watch the video that goes into a little more detail. Um, so we thank you for joining us today, and we will see you next Tuesday. In the meantime, we'd love for you to check out songtown.com. We also have some books. Uh, and the, the links to those are in the show notes, but there's one called Song Building on Mastering Lyric Writing and one called The, Co- the Songwriter's Guide to Co-Writing which is the only book out there on co-writing that I'm aware of. Both are available on Amazon, and Clay's got a new Melody book coming out soon, so we'll be having some information for you on that. Take care. Write some great songs. We'll see you next week.